Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 113, 1 Samuel chapters 23 and 24. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash BFW. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. This really feels like a soap opera. Yeah, it's just kind of one crazy thing after another. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So this is chapter 23, verse 1. Someone told David that the Philistines attacked the city of Keilah. So David asked God, should I go smite the Philistines? God answered, yes, go smite the Philistines and save Keilah. But David's men said to him, We're afraid of the Philistines. So David asked God again, and God said, Go to Keilah. I'll deliver the Philistines into your hands. You know what is bizarre to me here? That God wouldn't know that David's men would say, We're scared. And that David would say, Oh, God doesn't know you guys are scared. I'll go ask him again. Well, what I wonder, yeah, it is weird. But what I wonder is, how is he asking? Is he doing it with some little magical thing, you know, like they... Like he thinks about it, and then God moves a stone around yeah, him. Yeah, you know, they have sign. the ephod, and they have the urim and thummim. I think so. Yeah. Yes. So sometimes they use that. But it's always some little gimmicky thing, like a magic eight ball, mm-hmm. uh, clipping a coin, rolling dice, something like that, that tells them the answer. Yes. Rather than an actual direct communication with God. But yeah. here it's saying... David just asked, and God says, yeah, go go, go smite them. I'll deliver them into your hand. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh-huh. however it's done, he said, yeah, go do it. Okay. So, David and his men went to Keilah. Uh, that sounds like tequila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and killed the Philistines with a great slaughter. Did he just kill the Philistines, or did he kill the people of Keilah as well? I'm not sure. I suspect that since Keilah is a city in Judah... Mm-hmm. near the Philistine border, mm-hmm. that the Philistines have attacked the city of Keilah and David is going to kind of rescue them from the Philistines. That's what I think happened, but I okay. don't know. Uh, verse 6. Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, came to visit David with an ephod in his hand. And you know what's curious to me here is that Abiathar is a priest, Right. And everybody in his family was killed. Everyone was killed. There's like 85 priests that were killed. And then everybody in the town and all the animals, Saul killed them all. Yeah. Because Ahimelech inquired of the Lord or helped oh, yeah. David out. But he actually didn't do that. No, but he did get some stuff. Yeah. And he was kind of helping them out. So Abiathar is the last priest. He's the son of Ahimelech, and he managed to survive. He was the only survivor. Of the Battle of Gath. Was it Gath? No, Nob. Nob, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, that's a lot to remember, Steve. I'm not sure I'm going to be able to remember all the names and the places in the Bible. Oh, me neither. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of get it right when I'm focusing on a particular episode. Uh-huh. But I, it's hard to remember previous episodes or ones that are coming up. Yeah. You know, yeah. You can't keep it all in your head at once. I can't anyway. You know, I, I just thought of something. Maybe if I went to church every Sunday and just no, it wouldn't had help. this. <laughs> no, it really wouldn't help. Had this pounded in my brain no, no, over they, and over No, they don't again. pound this in your head. They don't. You'll never hear almost any of this stuff. 
that we're talking about mm -hmm. in episodes here uh -huh. that, we, that we're doing, you don't hear it in church. You hear only very selected things. You know the things that we've been talking about here are not things uh, that make God look good, that make the Bible look good. You know, when you read the Bible, as we've been reading the Bible, yes, it's pretty clear that no one's going to want to read the Bible. Not, no. At least not believers aren't going to want to read the Bible, and they don't. So they have very selected verses that they read occasionally. Mm -hmm. And in church, it's even more so. Yeah. We're going to read this verse. So the amount of material that is actually read in, in churches could be put into a pamphlet. <laughs> it's kind of the good stuff, the things they can spin. It's, it's actually not that good. No. But it's better than most of the stuff in the Bible. And they can at least put a good spin on it. So it sounds okay. Okay, so what is the solution that they would say? Like, because you and I would say, don't put that stuff in the Bible. Yeah, just Take get it, it out. out of there. Yeah. yeah. If it if it's if it's not interesting, if it's not useful, if it doesn't, if it isn't, if it's immoral, if it's providing people with bad advice, mm -hmm. remove it. Yeah. Do do us all do God a favor, and and all uh, believers everyone by making it something that they can believe in and be proud of and follow without reservation. Mm -hmm. And have and and remove this just silly stories that don't. It's, it's violent, it's nasty. Just get rid of it. And so, do they refuse to do that because God said, don't take anything out of this book? They refuse. Yes, they do. Um, there are a few verses in the Bible that say, don't don't remove anything, don't add to it, don't remove anything from it. Uh -huh. So they're kind of stuck with it. And they believe, <laughs> somehow, they believe that God inspired the whole thing, every word in the Bible. And it's written not just for the people at the time. Yeah. It's written for us today. There's stuff that you can learn from this episode that we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there isn't, and everybody knows there maybe, isn't. Maybe we haven't covered it yet in this episode. No, because... this episode, we're, we're, you know, we'll have to get through it. <laughs> but when we do, you, you'd read it, you'd go, well, okay, that's crazy. Uh -huh. And there's nothing in here that is of any use to anyone. Right? Yeah. It has no redeeming value. Yeah. But here it is, and they're stuck with it. Now we've got to go on get back to it. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably do separate episodes where we just talk just about rant. it rather than... Because <laughs> 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 we just wasted about five minutes there, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Where were we? Oh, we were at verse 6. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Abiathar, the son of Ahimelech, came to visit David with an ephod in his hand. Yeah, and the ephod is strange because that's an apron. Uh -huh. He's got an ephod in his hand. And we'll see now that he's going to use the ephod in a way that you wouldn't use an apron. No, so it must be something else. Well, some people say there's a little pocket in the apron uh -huh. that, he, that he has the urim and the thummim in there. Oh. And that's what he uses as kind of the magic eight ball thing that tells you yes or no. Okay. So when Saul found out that David was in Keilah, he said, The Lord has delivered him into my hands. So Saul declared war and led his soldiers to Keilah. David knew that Saul was after him. So he said to Abiathar, Bring me your ephod. With the ephod in hand, David asked God, Will Saul come down to Keilah as I've heard he will? God said, Yes, he'll come down. <laughs> And how did God say that? Did he write it at the bottom of the eight ball? <laughs> I don't know. I no. think actually it's just a yes or no. And then this is a little elaboration. Okay. You know, it's like you flip a coin and it turns mm -hmm. out heads. Yes. And that's a heads, heads yes, tails no. Yeah. 
It's a yes, go down. And tequila. Tequila. David said, oh, he's asking a further question. Yes, that's right. <laughs> well, that's not allowed in the Magic 8 Ball. No, it is, I think. <laughs> will the men of Kila deliver me into Saul's hands? God said, yes, they will. All right, so David's better act on that. Yeah. Okay, verse 13. After David's conversation with God, he and his 600 men left Keilah and went wherever they could go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so David has 600 men because those are the discontents, right? I think they're hanging with him, yeah. Okay. Saul heard that David escaped from Keilah, so he decided not to go there. <laughs> they're both like asking God, Okay, should I go there? Yeah, sure, go there. He's but, there. Okay, should I leave? Yeah, you yeah, should leave. Yeah, I don't know if Saul was asking, though. He just kind of heard it. Oh, you're right. You know, he just heard people t- say, ah, David's left. Through the grapevine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably as good as the uh, ephod. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Verse 14. Okay. David and his men went to a mountain in the wilderness of Ziph. Another word I will not remember. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, David and Jonathan had a secret meeting in the forest. Oh, so Jonathan is part of his army, or he no, just... No, no. No, I, I don't know how this meeting occurred, but somehow it did. Okay, so and they're so, meeting first in the fields in earlier and now in the forest. Now in the forest. Okay. Jonathan said to David, don't worry, my father will never find you. You'll be king of Israel, and I will be at your side. David and Jonathan made a covenant before God. Then Jonathan returned to his house, and David lived in the forest. Okay, so we really have no idea what they did there. So a covenant is... Uh, kind of agreement, I think. Mm-hmm. Will you marry me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess it could be, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so now we're at chapter 24. Uh, chapter 24, verse 1. Saul was told that David was hiding in the wilderness, so he took 3,000 men to go find David and his men. When Saul arrived, he went into a cave to go to the bathroom. Well, wait a second. We've never <laughs> talked before about people going to the bathroom. Yeah. We're, we're starting now to do that. Uh-huh. We've devolved into saying when people are going to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah, often people just don't talk about uh, their when they go to the bathroom or, you know, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the Bible's doing it here. Saul's going to the bathroom. Okay. Actually, the, the Bible doesn't say going to the bathroom. What do you think it says? They have a weird euphemism for that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so feet. Feet's involved. Feet's involved. And yeah. So is that going number one or number two? It's not clear. <laughs> <laughs> not clear to me anyway. Okay, I don't Maybe remember. Bible scholars know, but I, I don't. I don't, but don't remember. Covering his feet. Covering his feet. Yeah. I should have just left it at covering his feet, but then nobody would know what it was. So I'm saying going to the bathroom. Okay, thank you for making that clear for us. Sure. While he was busy with that, David snuck in and cut off a piece of his skirt. That's weird. Why would he do that? Ah, we'll see later. And how would Saul not know somebody's cutting off a piece of his skirt? He was busy, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. He was doing stuff. All right. Saul, um, Saul didn't even see David or notice that his skirt was cut. It's amazing, huh? Well, like he could have cut out like a big hole in the back and his butt was being exposed and he wouldn't know it. Oh, I doubt if it was. I, I, I think the skirt probably went down, you know. And Lower. I don't know. Anyway, he, he got in and cut off a piece of his skirt. Okay. Verse 5. 
But later, David felt bad about cutting <laughs> off Saul's skirt. So David ran after him and cried out, My lord, king! Saul looked behind him and saw David with his face to the ground. What does that mean? Ah, uh, you know, fell on his face. Oh, you know, okay. They're putting your face to the ground. You're kind of saying, okay, you're a king, and, and he's I'm, bowing to him. He's humble, right? yeah. Then David made a little speech, saying, Where'd you get the idea that I wanted to hurt you? God delivered you into my hands when you were relieving yourself in the cave. And some wanted me to kill you then, but I decided not to, saying, I won't hurt God's anointed. That's kind of weird, because he is also God's anointed, isn't he? David? Uh, yeah, but Saul is too. Uh -huh. They're both God's anointed. Okay, verse 11. This is a continuation of his little poem or song. His little or? speech. Okay. Mm -hmm. Look at your skirt in my hand. I cut off your skirt and didn't kill you. So you see that I'm innocent. Why then are you trying to kill me? Who are you chasing? A dead dog? A flea? <laughs> Let God judge between you and me. He'll be on my side. When Saul heard these words, he began to cry. He said, is this really you, David? <laughs> yeah. Remember, he gets a little bit confused. Remember? Yes. He didn't know him, like, uh, after he killed Goliath and he gave him his armor and stuff. Yeah, yeah that is weird. Mm-hmm. You are more righteous than I, because you have rewarded me with good, whereas I have rewarded you with evil. Today, God delivered me into your hand when I was going to the bathroom in the cave, yet you didn't kill me. God will reward you for the good that you did to me today. I know that you'll be king someday. So swear to me that you won't destroy my name or kill my descendants. So David swore, then Saul went home, but David and his men returned to their cave. This is a bizarre episode. <laughs> yeah. Like the only interesting thing is that Saul went to the bathroom in the cave and he David cut off his skirt. Oh, I think that's the most interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for sharing, Steve. Sure. <laughs> and listeners, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.